This is DDS. From the DDS studios, we are your host, Blake Melton, Bradley Newberry. And from Christmas Village, it is Matthew Two-Tone Blue Parker. Parker, man, I love the way that tree looks. Ho, 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 buddies. Let's do it. (laughs) Did somebody (laughs) say ho? Oh, my goodness. Yep. Yes. Guys, thank you very much for joining us tonight on another episode of DDS Sports Talk. We'll get into some uh, pretty spicy topics tonight. One in particular having to do with some happenings here with the local franchise in Nashville, Tennessee, the Tennessee Titans. Somebody, well, you saw the thumbnail. That's what we're going to be talking about. It should be interesting for sure. But while we're here, go ahead, hit that like and subscribe button down below, guys, for us. Share the video with all your friends. Really helps us out. It's quick. It's free. It's easy. Give us a rumble and a follow on Rumble. Check us out on all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at DDS Sports Talk. And you can download all these audio podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform. Newberry, tell me more about the latest news coming out of Nashville. I'll build up to that. Okay. I'm not, not going to give it away. Oh no. Right okay. away. Let's 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 build it up. Build the suspense. As I was thinking about this week in our podcast, I was just thinking about the phrase, what a week. Yep. What a week. Yep. I mean, you can't even really define it as the one action that happened on Tuesday. Yep. But uh, I'll take us back to Cincinnati. Post game in a a great I thought it was a great back and forth game. Teams looked evenly matched. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. The Titans again lose to Cincinnati. I think we talked about it in our podcast that week that Tennessee just hasn't beaten Cincinnati like in the last three. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of those are at home. I mean, if Pedro Martinez was here, he would say that the Bengals are the Titans' daddies. I mean, it's hard to argue that. I mean, I, I'm looking at that game. Uh, the, the stat line doesn't really show anything that's all that, you know, lopsided one way or the other. Um, Parker was there live. He can tell us the yeah, feel from the field. Yeah, I'd stadium. love to hear that. What was kind of the feel in the stadium? Just because I, I I think this was an opportunity for the Titans to kind of stick it to a team that put them out of the playoffs last year. Uh, man, the the feeling is weird. Probably y'all probably had the same vibe watching it. It was kind of meh. You know, like yeah. uh, there, there wasn't – I don't know if it was holiday hangover stuff or, or what it was. Like it, it just – even from Bengals fans, like there wasn't hatred, you know, usually have some other fans that are, you know, whatever yelling. It just was kind of, I don't know. I, like, it, it was sit back, hard. let's wait and see type of. Yeah. Nobody, it just was like. A, like watching a high school football game or something. But usually, you know, you get loud and it was loud. Don't be wrong, but it just had, you know, when you're in a stadium, you can sense the energy and you just can't like, if I'm putting on a one to 10 scale, I'm putting it like a five when it's usually a seven or eight, you know? Um, I'm not saying it was dead in there, but it just didn't have the same feel that it usually does. Anyway. Yeah, I, I, and I'll tell you, I mean, I felt like Tannehill had an all right game. I mean, his numbers looked okay. Um, but I noticed a trend in that game, Parker. You know, when we look at the stat line, for the most part, it looks fine. But then you get down to the rushing yards. We had 63 rushing yards. And we have a man by the name of Derrick Henry in the backfield. What is what what is going on there? So, do you specifically look how many yards? If you, I don't know if you can see on that stat line that Derrick yep. Henry had. Yep. Did, how many do you have specifically? Thirty-eight yards. Thirty-eight yards. Seventeen for thirty-eight. Two point two average. So, let me give you one stat that tells you what happened to him. 
He had 38 rushing yards. He had 47 yards after being hit. <laughs> I know he was hit behind the line of scrimmage yep. almost every time. Yep. Dennis Daly is a liability for this team. I've been saying this for months. It's just absolutely horrendous. I mean, the guy has given up 36 pressures. That is third most in the NFL. I mean, I'm sitting here looking at that, and you know, I mean, I know we're talking about run blocking, but he just sucks at everything. He's not, he's, he's absolutely awful. So, I, just to, to put it home, how bad he is, he's given up 36 pressures. That's on 326 pass blocking attempts. The guy above him that's given up 37 pressures has done it on 541. That's 215 more snaps. It, the guy is literally, I, I was yelling, like, get him out of there. Let's put another receiver in. If he's not going to do anything, what's yeah. the point of having him out there? I, I totally agree. Pre- freaking Ryan Stonehouse, our punter out there, that <laughs> couldn't do any worse. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm. Ben Jones was also missing in that game, which is massive for us. Yeah, it, for sure. For sure. I mean, but, I mean. You can't make excuses. You you got to get it no. done week after week. And the way the game ended, though, talk about a dumb way for the game to end. I mean, it was it was a given that the Titans were going to have at least a little two minute drill, yeah. a little chance to win, and all you have to do is just forfeit the fi- let them just yeah. kick the field goal. Yeah, don't do anything stupid. Was it Simmons? Yeah, or was it the person? No, that's it, it was it was Simmons. Was it? I thought it was. Yeah. I, it's it's it was either ninety eight or ninety nine. I can't. I thought, I thought it was somebody. It was but I, I, it was—it literally was one of those things where I was like, "This is a rule. I, what's going on?" Um, and why do you time, call that at the end of the game? Is my thing is like, I, on, I feel man. like that's one of those things that happens all the time. And I, it's, I've exactly that's it. my point. It's like that's—I mean—the ref has to be cognizant of that. No one wants to see a game in that way because that was the ball game at that point. Yeah, no, it, yeah was, it, it was. Games, that was it. <clears throat> it was no fun. Um, I think that that was the game that. What day that it was? I'm trying to just remember. It was cold and rainy that day, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was one of the, as I was mentioning to you guys earlier. It literally is a game that both teams felt the same to me, and that they just had one or two big plays. They had that third down conversion, a couple of plays earlier over on the sideline with that receiver making an insane catch. Mm-hmm. They, just, they just made one or two big more plays, and literally you can win or lose a game because of one or two plays. Yeah. Totally. Ultimately, yeah. though, it was a loss. Post game, of course, the Cincinnati locker room was all happy. The dumb coach over there saying, Oh, great win for our guys, blah, blah, blah. He was the worst coach on the field. I mean, (laughs) Frable's light years ahead of Taylor. And then you have Joe Burrow when he was asked, You know, if, if this is a game that good teams win, and he told the reporter, No, this is a game that great. Teams win, defining the Cincinnati Bengals as a great team. We'll see. We still have December football to go, and he thought that that was December football in November. Yeah, yeah. We'll see, so, Joe Burrow. A lot of football left to play. Yeah. Then we fast forward a little bit. We go to about Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. Game week, Titans, Eagles. Of course, the big storyline would be the AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. Titans say, hey, this there's no beef here, no big deal, right? We talked about that last week. Not going to try to draw up some storyline. Mm. And then the game happens. From a fan's perspective, you are the ultimate fan on this pocket. What did you see? Or not see? Um, 
that I saw a team that showed up to play football. And then I, I saw a team that showed up to, to get beat up on. And uh, the Eagles were there to play. Um, the Titans, the trend continued. Can't run the ball, can't block. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, what did he get sacked? Five, five six times? Let's six. See here. Six Oof. times. Unreal. Six sacks. Seven punts. I mean, four of 14 on third down. Good Lord. Just not good up and down. Only only 209 total yards. Um, just a total embarrassment. Um, the offensive game plan, obviously, I don't ever think it's very good with Todd Downing. Uh, but this one just seemed exceptionally bad for some reason. Um, it got so bad up to a point to where we just decided, you know what? We can't afford for Tannehill to get hurt. We still have, you know, playoff hopes. I don't know how far we're going to get in the playoffs or if, if we'll even get past the first game at this point. But we definitely don't need Tannehill going out there tearing his ankle up anymore. But, you know, again, Derrick Henry, 11 rushes, 30 yards, 2.7 average. Our leading rusher was Ryan Tannehill in that game. That's not good. About, you talked about the rushing thing yeah. in the last game, Cincinnati. Yeah, well, I mean, our our leading receiver was Chig Aconquo. Chig. With 68 yards. Which he, I mean, look, Chig always seems to be open. It, it, I, I like Chig, but we do not have a featured wide receiver but, right but now. But, Parker, I argue, would that have really been the stat line if they didn't take that cheap shot at Traylon Burks? Literally, what I was about to say that the, yeah. Blake mentioned the game plan. The game plan. Bitch. The game plan was was Traylon Burks. Yeah, going into that game, Traylon Burks in the previous two games had had eleven receptions for one hundred eighty five yards, and you saw it was happening in that game. Tannehill threw a what a beautiful pass, beautiful catch. I mean, just this is it was starting to be his coming out party, and that play. I, I don't even care if I'm a Titans fan. I can say this: that was. Just straight up dirty. Yep, there was dirty, a game yeah. the Thursday before that was less than that, and the guy got ejected. Why was it absolutely ejected immediately? I do not know. But that play, when that happened, like you could say, oh, we got beat by 30, which we did. I mean, but I'm telling you, that play changed everything. I mean, changed our game plan that we had, I guess. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you just pile in the box and you run. And, and you run man coverage against us and tell, you know, somebody to go beat them. And like Traylon's the guy. You just don't yeah. have to do it. It changes everything. Yeah, I totally I'm not agree. saying we would have won, but I'm saying that it would not have looked the way it did. Yeah, it might not have looked so ugly because it got ugly really quick after that. Um I do agree with you. I think that, that I think the the plan was to try to show AJ that this is AJ 2.0 and we were going to try to force the ball into him and that dirty hit, man, knocked him out of the game. I mean, knocked him out cold, quite frankly. I'm just saying he 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 looks good, y'all. Like he is starting to look the part of where he was drafted. I mean, he really is. I'm I'm impressed with how he looks and I'm I'm glad to see him out there just Right when he was about to flourish, though, it just sucks. That's how he goes out. Yeah, right. Right where he was drafted by GM John Robinson. Right. Mm. So that's the big news. The big crescendo here is right to me. Shockingly, the Tennessee Titans fire 
John Robinson and Parker, you and I both said the same thing. The timing makes no sense. It, I mean, we can go back and forth on this and, and I'll, I'll give you my thoughts on it, but the timing makes no sense and try to make it make sense to me. I'm, I'm willing to hear it out. Timing makes zero sense to me. And, uh, I just lost my train of, train of thought, but yeah, I, I don't really understand exactly what happened with all the with all that. What what were you saying right before? Uh, I'll tell you while you while you're thinking on that, I'll tell you my take on it because I think probably what happened is Amy got embarrassed by what happened. Oh no, you don't have a video. She got embarrassed, and and the Philly fans, the Philly mm. faithful. They uh they let her know all about it. How embarrassing. In in the most classy way that only Philly can do here. Here they are just flipping off everybody in the owner's <laughs> we, box. We said they should be bowing down. Like, thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, really. Give them gifts. Shower them with gifts. I'm not really sure who this guy is, but he was he's I don't know. He's, he seems to be amused. Is that, is that Amy's new GM? And we just don't know it yet. <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, goodness gracious. But the reality is, though, is after December, do you need a GM? What do you mean after December? What but about after April? Is it April? No, that's what I'm saying. I said, what did he do this week? It's not already done, man. And the answer is nothing. Like, and you, and that, I, what I was trying to think, you said the Titans fired their GM. The Titans fired the best GM in the AFC South middle of the season. Like <laughs> he's had nothing but winning no, seasons. Like, he's I don't about to win his third straight division. He's the one of only. He's ahead. So maybe maybe Vrabel's going to be coach and GM. Well, no, some that, have some have argued at local sports talk that that might be not good maybe, news uh, for the Titans. That would not be good news. And I don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't either. I, I mean, what? I. But I'm just trying. I'm just trying to find any sort of. Uh, reasoning behind this because really and truly it just, it, what kind of message does it send? Does it send I, a message of waving the white here, flag? I, I, is I that what this ready. is? Cause I think so, we're on the same page. I think it sends the message. You got to produce. This isn't good enough. I think it sends a message to the team. Like, Holy crap. The GM that leads this team. He's one of only two GMs in the entire NFL. That's had six winning seasons in a row and they fired him. Oh my God. I, I mean, Dennis Daly, watch out, buddy, because if John Robinson's gone, you're gone next. This is the only – this is the thing that I, as a fan, am trying to subscribe to because I don't think it goes to we're, we're done for the year. I don't think it, it any of that. I think that they're just looking at it and saying, not good enough. Amy does have a history of this. Remember, when she took over this, there was a different coach. Malarkey took him to the playoffs. Guess what? Not good enough. Gone. Fired. John Robinson then hires Vrabel. So how you look at it, I believe, is just, <laughs> hey, the ultimate on-the-field production. Like, we want to see you got to produce in this league. I don't care who you are. She is not a owner that sits back and looks. We've had some terrible ownership. When After Bud died, there's, there's a whole mix in there. We can go through that. But she goes to every single game, home yeah. and away. And I believe is just a fan. And and what I believe to make this make sense, kind of like you said, I just think she woke up. I think those fans, I think she just got pissed off and was like, well, what can I do? And then that's literally the reason. People don't know what. People are trying to say, 
Like, I, I can argue this all day. I, I had to turn off local talk radio because they were like, well, he missed on the blah, blah, oh, blah. Pick. But we already knew that. That's not that's not new news. They, they gave him a four-year extension exactly. and a raise yeah. Yeah. in February. Exactly. So everything before that doesn't count. Everything before February doesn't count. <clears throat> so they I don't it by giving him the extension. They said, exactly. okay, he's yeah, good so, enough for me. So all those arguments to me, I'm just like, that. that's stupid. No, they gave I him the extension. It doesn't make any sense. So what happened between – oh, and then, and then the argument is, well, he traded A.J. Brown. He did that in May. If you hated it so much in May or April, April. In, if you hated it so much in April, fire him in April. So what happened after that? Like, I, I just can't see – people are like, well, it, it was, you know, A.J. Brown. What, what happened from – the since why not the Cincinnati game? Why not that game? What why this game specifically? The only two things that make sense in my head are one, she had a fan reaction and just pissed and just just mm-hmm. wants to do something, and two, there's something else behind the scenes that we don't know about yet. Those are the only two reasons to me that make any sense. This whole miss on a few pick things, everybody does that. Chris Ballard's not even five hundred, yeah. and he's a Col- he's leading the Colts still. I, I just. Do not understand the timing, Brad. It makes no, no sense. And and some will try to twist it to, you know what? This was a power struggle between Vrabel and Robinson. But I present Exhibit A that it's not was not a power struggle. The day after the draft, Coach Vrabel said, "Quote: This is about the AJ trade. I know how John feels about him, but." I am very comfortable with how this went down and how John and I were able to navigate. I try to support him and make decisions. That statement is the ultimate sign of unity. Yeah. He said, John and I. It's a vote vote of confidence. They work together. Um, We saw the video. We saw the video where Rabel kind of just stands up. It makes it look like he's like, oh, I don't, I don't approve of this. So the thing is, is it's not what he's saying, you know, we talk about it all the time. I don't have a problem with him being fired. Timing kind of is ridiculous to me. Um, I get that he's, you know, he's been very successful here. Great. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like he, he is always kind of focused a lot on this value thing. He always goes for value. Maybe he over negotiates a little bit. Maybe that's kind of his job though, I guess. Um, I mean, we can make the argument that he should be fired or shouldn't be fired. I, I would sit here and send you, tell you right now he's a top 10 GM based on results, and I don't think anybody can argue that. I really don't. The the Maybe you don't like some picks, or don't, but I, I, he, he's going to win the division three straight years. You know, um, I, I just don't understand the time of my brain. I just do not understand the timing of it. It, 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 it bothers me with that. Um, Brad, what were you saying? You said, oh, oh, about Vrabel power yeah, struggle. Were they trying yes, to twist I, it about, oh, this this was Vrabel going behind yeah. his back saying, so I can't work let with me, this guy anymore. So you, you present me. exhibit A, I'll present exhibit B. Right. Wow, that's not the case. Yeah. One, I don't know if anyone knows this, but John Robinson was Vrabel's boss. Like, John Robinson hired Vrabel. Vrabel does not have control over personnel. And there is one thing I think anybody in the league can look <clears> at Vrabel and know. We know he's a guy of character, right? Like, we just know that. Like, everybody, you can just listen to him and watch him over the years and know that. I don't see Mike Vrabel waking up on week six or seven or 12 or any day and going, Amy, 
uh, I don't like John. Can we get rid of him in the middle of the year? Like, he's not doing that. It's just not going to happen. He is a man that's going to go to John and say, hey, you idiot, let's get this guy. He is not some, like, person working behind, underneath you at some crappy company that wants to go above your boss. Like, he is just, I'm just telling you, he's not that guy. He's not. No. I, I don't believe it either. And if Amy believes he's that guy, you can send him down to Duval. I'll take him every day. Goodness gracious almighty. He does have know. the best gig in sports, though, fellas. Just like one of these, you know, these college coaches are getting paid by the Titans through the draft of 2027. Yeah. Oh, I know, man. God, all that dead money that the Titans, they're still paying Julio, I'm sure. Uh, now they're going to be paying Robinson for four more years. What the we heck? don't care. That's not on the salary cap. Pay him all he wants. They need money for the stadium. No, Let's go. No, 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 no. That, that's pennies. It's no, no, no. <laughs> it wouldn't no. put a seat in the stadium. Taxpayer, the taxpayers of Davidson County are going to be paying that. Oh, no. Don't scare them. <laughs> As we sit back here in Rutherford County. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Any more thoughts, or is it kind of like a let's wait and see what other news comes out? I still think there's something missing here. Well, you know, the, the thing that I'm, I'm going to be paying attention to, you know, Parker brought it up. Is this was He thinks this was a message. This is a message being sent. This isn't good enough for this organization. But how does that resonate with the rest of the team? How does that resonate in the game coming up this weekend? We will discuss here in just a second. Yeah, but I'll tell you what I think the players are going to do. Mm-hmm. We can go into it. Let's go it right are now. You ready? NFL you ready go? pick six. We start right here. Jacksonville Jaguars are coming to Nashville. The Tennessee Titans, the Jacksonville Jaguars have not won in this state at that stadium since the fall of 2013. <laughs> When Since starting the fall at, of Rome, when starting at quarterback that day was one third string quarterback, Quinn Gray. <laughs> they were 0 and 8. 0 and 8 coming into that game, but uh, <laughs> there's no reason to believe. You got Trevor on a bum toe. Bum toe. I mean, I know, I know Tannehill and <clears throat> what Simmons, they gimps. both have ankles going yeah, on. Yeah, they got two gimps out there for quarterbacks now. I, I like to go with trends in history. I don't see any reason the Titans lose. Parker. <laughs> by, the, by the way, Gwen Gray, Jacksonville stole him from the powerhouse that is the Frankfurt Galaxy. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> what a st- oh. Um, injuries. What's that? said who sent the scout there to find him it was john (laughs) robinson he was like i'm all in buddy uh but hey trevor didn't practice today uh i don't i think he plays i know the room there's both bradley you probably know more than i do but i I was listening to some jag stuff again like an idiot yesterday and uh some of them like by the way the whole thing one of the whole things i listened to was they were jealous how do you feel let me go back to this second how do you feel as a jags fan because what I was listening to, they were jealous. They were like, Why "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, they're like, hey, "They can fire a good GM. Why can't we fire Balky?" I'm our serious. Full story with our that. owner doesn't even have balls, and she had the balls to do it. I'm, I'm just, just saying. But anyways, Trevor didn't practice, but I think he plays in the, purely on the fact that he came out in the second half and played last week. Like, why would he come out after halftime and play and then not play the next week? But he wouldn't have week to kind of yeah 
do nothing. If he didn't return, then sure, I would have understood that. Um, uh, I think Chad Muma didn't practice today. Uh, Zay Jones was limited. Here's the Titans list for did not practice. And remember, the like four guys they put on IR aren't on or aren't on this because they're on IR. Zanico Autry, Trey Avery, CJ Board, Traylon Burks, Christian Fulton, David Long. All those guys did not practice, and I believe are out. Derrick Henry did not practice. Jeffrey Simmons did not practice. Here, Tart limited. Haskins limited. Nate Davis limited. Ben Jones full. Uh, Titans, y'all are decimated at in the secondary. This is going to lead. I'm going to do two best bets <laughs> with this game. But Titans are decimated in the secondary, guys. There are people playing in the secondary for the Titans right now. I've never heard of. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know who they are. This I, is this is the ultimate Titans super fan here, and he's never heard of them. I, I don't, I don't, I have no clue who they are, and I and that the, all these guys are gone. All like like the number one corner right now is McCreary. <coughs> Hooker, Amani Hooker, who's a safety and a very good safety, and that's what he got paid to, is playing slot corner. <laughs> I, I I just Uh-oh. it is, and then you've got of course Jeff, Big Jeff. I think probably might miss. I think he probably should have missed last week. And D'Amico's going to be out. The def- everything is just is ravaged on. I, well, no, I feel like a broken record with this, but over the last few weeks, this was how it's been. What What do you think? What 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 do you think the atmosphere in the stadium will be? Or are you predicting an, a, a no show? Like, a, who cares? Are you coming off of getting embarrassed? You're coming off of firing a GM, and you got the lowly Jags here. I mean, is anyone going to be there? I think people will be there, but I, I think they will be watching, though. If this crowd was dead for Cincinnati, why would uh, they get up for Jacksonville? I, let's see. I think that was a weather, really was a weather thing and a post-Thanksgiving thing. It, it just, because a lot of time those games, you know, like it was really packed around the stadium. I'm starting to remember it more now. Like, because going in, I remember talking to my wife saying, I wonder how this game's going to be because it's the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Is everybody going home or, or are they using this as like a, uh, uh, the in the final hurrah, yeah. yeah. Like, and we were getting we left early, and the traffic was horrendous getting down there. And even though we left early, but then when I got to the stadium, I was driving wherever I wanted to. What it was, it was everybody was going home. Mm-hmm. So, I, the people that were there, like me, were all high on uh, turkey still, I think. But I, I do think the fans are just kind of man, like you said, it we haven't lost this game in forever, they're just gonna no. roll in, think we're gonna win it. But I do think this sparks, man. Like we talk about it in college. When you fire a coach, it sparks the team the next week. So before you start, I'm going to go ahead and give my quick thought. And I'll let you have the floor. Mm. I <clears throat> took it. I was acting like I was an NFL player in the Titans locker room. Because Parker and I said, he, what, what in the hell has he done since? I mean, there was nothing that he has done any different John Robinson that is why now I took it from a player's perspective you're indirectly saying I suck you know what I'm saying yeah you're saying the players suck and John Robinson's getting fired for you thinking we suck so if you don't have confidence in us why am I going to play for you or be better because you do suck what do you think Newsflash, you do suck. Oh, Jesus. I mean, wow. weren't we just talking about the offensive line and how fucking terrible it is? And 
how many sacks they give up, how, yeah, we're decimated with injuries in the secondary, but Newberry, you yourself have been the one to say how terrible these defensive backs are, the, the, the quarterbacks are. Um, yeah, the message was it isn't good enough because you're not good enough. Mm. Now, that's going to be a morale issue. Not, maybe, well, maybe. But, but dude, this is these are prof- supposed to be professionals. They're taking they money. Got, they're taking money out of their own money. pocket. They got feelings, though. Damn their feelings. <laughs> they get their, their feelings. Be damned. I don't know. I'm going to tell you this right now. <clears throat> there is going to be an emotional reaction, um, but I don't care about that because, again, I don't believe that that professionals throw games. I don't believe that that that's a phenomenon in NFL. But I do. I am paying attention to the acute trend that's going on right now with this team. We can't run the ball. We can't pass protect. We can't play defense in the secondary that can amount to a hill of beans. I get it. We're decimated by injuries. Good. Great. It's a wonderful excuse. But it doesn't matter. You got these are professionals. They're supposed to have somebody else ready to go. I get they're not going to be as great as the, the the number ones. I got that. I for the first time in a long time, I'm a little bit worried playing Jacksonville. Are we going to lose? I'm not saying that. But I can tell you right now, I am expecting a close game where this should not be a close game. Period. The good thing for the Titans in this is that it, I think we do match up well with Jacksonville. Um, sitting here looking at ratings, by the way, on pass block. Titans are rated 32 out of 32 on pass blocking grades here. There you go. Um, you, you do suck. And it's not even close, honestly. The next one's the Dolphins. I guess who's even above them by, on that? Above them is the Rams. The Rams are better, and if we've seen how that's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bradley can tell you this. They don't. Jags don't get a ton of pressure. Um, so if Tannehill, if Tannehill had, Tannehill's been good. I don't know if he'll watch, but when he has time, yeah. he has been yeah. very good. And if he has time, even without Traylon, the secondary for the Jags is other than one is guy back horrible. There. Yeah. Uh, their, their, their coverage ranking is 30th out of 32. 50th out of 32. <laughs> well, they are better than the Texans. Um, not by much, though. <laughs> yeah, no. my, my very small percentage point, less than a percentage point. Um, I just, man, I can't go against history, right? Like, I just can't go against the, 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 the Titans win this game. The line scares me. I think Titans win this game, and I'll take the Titans on this. I can't see the back to back to back. I just trust, I trust Rabel too much to have this team ready to go. I know that said it was against the Eagles, but I didn't expect, you know, Traylon have his head ripped off in the first couple of minutes. So, yeah, give me the Titans. Uh, Easy pick for me. Uh, Jacksonville will lose, but Tennessee doesn't cover. I'm going to go with one of those again this week. It it might be something like – well, hell, last week I said Detroit-Jacksonville was going to be an over. I I shockingly think this is going to be an over again. Uh, Two dysfunctional defenses. I'm going Tennessee 31 to – 29 and a half or something like that. But what happens whenever you real, we realize that maybe the Tennessee offense is dysfunctional without trailing. Well, then that's bad news because then it, then it could be Jacksonville 31 to 17. You don't want to see that because this is a bad Jaguar defense. You don't want to, we are going to find out exactly how bad the Titans are 
this weekend. I'm going to agree with Bradley, mainly because this is the homer that's bailing bailing them out right now for me. I'm saying that they win, but they do not cover. That the only reason I'm saying that's because I'm going homer. Now it should be. Hey, and Bradley's right. I preach it over three divisional match. Take the take the points, right? Like it it we shouldn't. Even though I think the Titans are a significantly better team, it is a divisional game. This isn't like we should roll in and win by thirty. This is not that mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, it's not the we're not playing the Texans for God's sakes. By no. the way, and and how much does it matter, y'all? Like we're starting. We're getting if if Jacksonville loses this game. We're in the – it doesn't matter about the Titans for the rest of the year. Like, do you just rest everybody well, for, like, it. six games? I'm serious. If, he, if the Titans win, then that's it because the Colts aren't coming back. Jacksonville's in this I, I, weird situation where this is the first time they've played the Titans this year. Yeah. So they can just, possibly get this win, and then they only need two more. And they already – and they'll play the Titans again. So it yeah. makes it closer than what it should be. Titans yeah, but are completely the, but the Jay. but the problem with that is Jacksonville has to win win and the Titans have to lose. They, they gonna be according bad. according to five thirty eight, if Jacksonville sweeps the Titans in both games, the Titans' chances of winning the division is ninety seven percent. They're still ninety seven percent. That's crazy. Yeah, I say if we can pull this win out, that's get everybody, it. Get everybody freaking yeah, healthy. Take a knee. Good lord. I mean, you don't want to be rusty, right? Like, no. Well, but, I mean, but but you know, but since you're like Jeff, I don't I don't need to see Jeff out no, there. Like no, no. I, and no. Uh, this also seals. We already said this going into the year, but well, Juan will not be a Titan next year. No, no, no. It doesn't matter who the GM is. Not at all. Anybody We're going to see that NFC East. Philadelphia Eagles <laughs> are on the road after blasting the Titans. They're a seven-point favorite at the Giants. Gosh, my! I mean, everyone's first reaction is, "Oh, about, they're about to sandblast the Giants." But this is another divisional matchup. Games tend to be closer than what they should. Uh, the Giants are going to try to establish the run game with Barkley. <clears throat> Daniel Jones can run the ball. There's not just a running quarterback for the Eagles. Do you see anything here that uh, separates them by more than a touchdown, or is it going to stay close, Parker? No, I think it's. I think it's going to stay close for what you said. I mean, Eagles this year have played five road games. They've played five road games. They're five and zero in those games, and they're one in. No, I'm sorry, six road games. They're six and zero in those games, but they're one in five against the spread. They're a different team on the road. I mean, Daniel Jones is a different quarterback at home too, so that's a whole other thing. But it is divisional. Seven points. It's just too much. Um, Giants. The one thing they do, they have Wink Martindale there as their defensive coordinator, and we've talked about this when they play Jacksonville. They blitz, and they blitz more than anybody in the league. And if they can get some pressure on Hurts, that's when the, the variant starts, right? Maybe Hurts throws a pick or two, something like that, when he's under under too much pressure. He hasn't seen a lot of it this year because that line is so, it's so, it's so good. Yeah, I'm looking at this. Um yeah, I definitely, I'm, I'm definitely taking the Giants here in the seven points for sure. Um, I think this is a this is a good spot for a little bit of a letdown after an emotional victory against what shouldn't have been that big of a deal playing against an, an inferior Titans team, quite frankly. But uh, yeah, I, I'm going uh, Gi- Giants all the way here. I uh, possibly to win outright. I saw a uh, Eagles defense that played good, great whatever, and somewhere between good and great run defense. If they can carry that momentum over here, make Daniel Jones one-dimensional, 
throw the ball. I think the Eagles can win by double digits. I'm taking the Eagles. Blake, you said it perfectly. It's just if they blew the Titans out. That's why this line's inflated. If that game was close, they're favored by like five. In mm-hmm. December or later over the last 20 years, teams with a 90-plus win percentage are 25-53 and 53 against the spread because the public thinks that they're better than they are. Give me the Giants of the points. All right, we're going out west. Sunday night football. Miami at the Chargers. Miami's a full three-point favorite. Tua will always be the story. We mentioned last week that uh, be careful with the Dolphins last week because they were missing their offensive tackles. I don't know that they've even practiced this week. Heading out west is not always the easiest, but I think back in my – the Jags did it. The Jags went out there and punked the Chargers. Why can't the Dolphins do it? They're better than the Jags. Uh, I think they can, for sure. Uh, I think this uh, – this has got the potential to be to be a freaking gun show. There could be some fireworks being thrown all over the place here. Um, I think it's going to be a fun one to watch, uh, but ultimately I think Miami is going to be a little bit too much for the Chargers. Uh, Cheetah is going to do Cheetah things. Two is going to do Tua things. Um, yeah, going Miami. This is a tough one, guys. You know what this game really says? This really talks about – how much Russell Wilson sucks. <laughs> because going into this game, it was supposed to be Patrick Mahomes versus Russell Wilson. Flexed. Flexed. I don't care. I can give you stats all day about how Russell Wilson sucks and how he is on pace to have less passing touchdowns and he has bathrooms in his house. I could go on and on. <laughs> but the ultimate, the ultimate thing about how bad he is you got flexed out of a Sunday night game against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, like that's, bad. that's how bad you are. Mahomes can't even pull the ratings in. But anyways, aside from that, this it just blows my mind. Herbert, by the way, is six and four against the spread in night games. Two is one and three against the spread in night games. Bradley said it. The Dolphins are missing their tackles. I will say the Chargers. Mike Williams practiced today, so that was a big deal. And here's a good one for you, fellas. Miami Dolphins are one of the worst teams, if not the worst team, at uh, defending running backs that catch the ball. And I'm not sure if you guys have ever heard of this guy <laughs> named Austin Eckler from the Chargers. Who did? Through 12 weeks, Austin Eckler has 85 receptions. Let me get the list out of other <laughs> running backs in the history of the NFL that had that many through 12 weeks. Look, look at the list. <laughs> <laughs> Not even so, Marshall Falk. <clears throat> None. This Not is the most Marshall. ever. Wow. Not even Holmes. None. Oh, it is him God. and him alone. It Give is me the him. Chargers to win this game. I'm going with the gun show, too. I'm going uh, 34, 30, just enough. Miami Dolphins. Cover. We got two best bets. Yep. The props seemed like they were scarce. I was going to try to mix and match. So I'm going to go. It's an unknown prop, but give me Christian Kirk over receiving yards against the Titans, whatever that number ends up being. 
Yeah, I'm going to piggyback off the conversation we just had about Miami and Los Angeles. This over has gone up a half a point since we started the show. It was at 51 and a half. Now it's at 52. I don't care. I'm taking the over all day on this one. Bradley, you, you, I'm just going to go with you on this one, man. I said it, kind of hinting at it. Monty Hooker's covering the slot corner, and who plays the slot corner for the Jags? You just, or who plays in the slot receiver for the Jags? You know, I love Hooker, but he's just not, that's not what he is. I mean, um, so give me the Christian Kirk bet as well. In fact, I would, if I, I mean, I would put it with the receptions, but, but give me the yardage on it. I'll take the yardage over. We can figure out what that is. All right. Uh, for my second one. And I don't care if Trevor plays. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> CJ Beathard. Just one second. Let me go to Blake first. Or I can go back to Parker for number two because I got to find my game here. I've lost it. All right. I, sp- I don't have this one either because of the ups and downs in this game. And we're doing this a little earlier. But I'm just going to tell you, I also hinted at this one since we have Jags-Titans. We're going on everything Jags-Titans this week. Traylon's going to play in this game. I don't even need to speculate about that. I don't believe he's going to be there. When Traylon went out last week, they moved a guy that's not a wide receiver to wide receiver because we need explosive weapons out there, and that's Chigakonkwo. <laughs> he is going to be the guy that – I'm serious. Look for him lining be. up at wide receiver because they need young talent that can stretch the field, and that is yeah. Chig. I'll take him over in his uh, receiving yardage as well. I think that's a good pick. Chig. I like that pick. Chig I over. like Chig a lot too. I'm going to stick with that game as well. All right. <clears throat> we've never, to, we've never double dipped. No, oh. we've never double dipped on this show until today. What did you do? The Jacksonville is for sure going to be inside that four. So much so that I'm putting it as my best bet number two. Oh, geez. And so you not only pick the Jags, but you're taking Jacksonville plus four as a best bet? Yes. It's not going to be pretty. I so hope you are wrong. I look. I hope I'm wrong. I'm just. Hey, if it's what I gotta do for our team to win, yeah, sacrifice yourself. I will do it. (laughs) Oh my. Okay. Um. I guess I'm just gonna just keep on hating on the Vikings. I'm going to Detroit, and I think it's a sucker line. It started at Detroit. It is a sucker line. It started at Detroit minus one, and people are like, the hell? The wrong team's favorite. I'm betting my house on this. What are they, 10 and 2 Vikings against the lowly Lions? And now look, this is reverse line movement, Parker. Now the line's gone to minus two to give even more incentive to put money on the Vikings. I say Detroit whips that ass. Give me Detroit minus two. You wanted a sucker. I am your sucker. (laughs) Give me the Vikings for my dog, baby. (laughs) So, Bradley, uh, that pick, if you go back, these teams have already played, right? And they played in Minnesota with one of the best home fields in the league. It was eight and a half minutes to go in that game. Eight and a half minutes to go in that game. Detroit was up by two scores. Minnesota had to score with eight minutes to go, and they had to score with 45 seconds left to go to beat Detroit at home. Absolutely. Give, or give me Detroit down there, too. But that, I 
<laughs> yeah, I'm you with like you on it. that one. I, I do like it. It's my picks this week. <clears throat> I do like it. Do you have is a dog? What was that? Yes, what? my dog. Come on, y'all. How can I not take the greatest quarterback of all time Uh-oh. when he's an underdog? Like, give oh, me Tom. Tom. Give me Tom. Give me Tom Burton. Tom Brady. I just tried to combine two names. Tom Brady <laughs> versus Brock Purdy. Like, and he's still a four-point dog. What was that with Jimmy G? They were going to be like seven-and-a-half-point dogs, by oh, the way. Yeah. Like, I, I, I like Brock Purdy, by the way. He went to Iowa State. He had a bit a great nickname, Brocktober, because he covered like every game in October while he was there. Mm. Uh, very random. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, give me Tom Brady. Like, how often is he an underdog? So just give me Tom Brady. And my underdog, I'm going to stick with the dog theme mm. here. I'm going Don't to the, do it. I'm going to the Battle of Ohio. Don't do it. I got to, man. I uh, like, oh, it's not because of this guy you're showing on the screen. Uh, let, me, let me explain. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't even care. Let me, <laughs> let me explain to those that want to follow my pick to the bankroll. Jeez, to the bankroll. <sighs> Joe Burrow has never, with a capital N, never beat the Cleveland Browns in his career. The Cleveland Browns, all you got to do, all you got to do is establish Chubb and Hunt. But can they? Will the Cincinnati Bengals show that physicality that they did against the Titans? Can they establish a Chubb? Can they establish a (laughs) Chubb and a Hunt? Oh, I'm just going with his. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the Browns. Burrow, you got to prove me wrong. Goodness gracious me. I've never heard such picks in my life. But we end up getting more right than wrong. I, all year. Absolutely. The, you're right on it. I mean, he's 0-4 against the Browns. Like, I thought about this one, but I have more, you know, decency for myself. <laughs> um, but, hey, but if I wanted to go to Bengals here, I mean, I could pitch it because – Burrow is actually good in cold weather games as Deshaun is not. When it is 40 or less, which it's going to be in this game, guess what he is? He's 5-0 and against the spread. So I'm just telling you, I I, I think you're probably – it's probably a right, a smart pick. I just – God, I hate them. I don't think any of us like him. No, no for, no. for the record, we no. don't like him. No, we show. don't endorse him. No, no we, we do not think he should be playing football this year. Absolutely so. not. Nope. Uh, but yeah, you can go hang out with Robinson. Absolutely, that that is for a whole nother show right there. But guys, really appreciate you joining us tonight for DDS Sports Talk. While you're here on your way out, go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button down below. Hit the comment section for us. Tell us what you think about our picks. Tell us what you think about John Robinson being fired. Is this a, a good message to send send to the team? Is this a positive thing? Is this going to help propel them forward? Or was this just Amy getting pissed off and, you know, pulling the trigger, so to speak. Knee jerk. I don't know. Tell us what you think down there in the comments, but go ahead and head and hit that like and subscribe button on your way out. Appreciate you there on YouTube. Give us a follow and a rumble on rumble. Check us out on all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at DDS Sports Talk. And you can download all these podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform. Gentlemen, final thoughts. You know, I forgotten about this but we're gonna go with the russell wilson theme why not spend a little bit of time on that so right now 
their defense is playing so well. If the Denver Broncos were averaging 18 points per game offensively, they'd be 10 and 2. The Denver Broncos offense is so bad that the Tim Tebow uh, Broncos outscored them by about 10 points a game. Russell Wilson is so bad that the Detroit Lions that went 0-16 averaged 10 more points per game. Right now, Russell Wilson has eight passing touchdowns. That averages less than one per game, obviously, if you can do the math. He has 12 bathrooms in his house. If he continues at this rate, he will not have as many touchdown passes as bathrooms, and he is one of the highest-paid players in the history of the NFL. Couldn't leave the. You couldn't leave. You can't get out the door without a Parker's power bomb every week. I mean, come on. At least one. You never know when it's coming. You just don't know. <laughs> you know it is coming. You just don't know when. Man, even when he's not here, we have him. Mm. I'm gonna just go. Saying. I'm gonna turn my attention to baseball. <clears throat> <laughs> Little wooden bat league. Yeah. The Atlanta Braves. Woo woo. Welcome. To the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame, Fred McGriff. Yes. The crime dog. Yes. Played for multiple teams, but he played the most games in his career for the Atlanta Braves. He has World Series championship there. That's the only team he won a title with. Damn, one of my he, favorite players of all time. All In an all-star game in Atlanta, he hit a home run and then it set the press box on fire. <laughs> the crime dog, baby. Welcome. You are now immortal. Absolutely. My final thought is for the college football playoff committee. You have created such a travesty that we are going to have to expand this mess uh, for next for the years coming. Uh, Ohio State, no, you don't deserve to be in there. Or Alabama, you really don't either. Tennessee, you could probably make a case for it. But either way, it's a giant mess. College football at its finest. I love it. I like it even better than the NFL, but it's always good for entertainment. But guys, check us out next time. Same bat time, same bat channel.